and Jules. This is the Nick and Jules podcast. Bum, 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 Hi team, how are you feeling? We had uh, our first chip tasting last night, you're mm. full as a goog? No, well actually I think the thing is with potatoes, and I don't know how you're feeling Jules, did you eat dinner afterwards or eat a proper dinner either side of uh, the chip tastings? I feel like I had a large lunch, so I yeah, was okay. Yeah, I did too. I, um, hello, if you've just joined us of course, it is a, last night we're talking about the very first stop on our road chip, where yeah. we went out to the hot chip places of Albury Wodonga. Mm-hmm. We will get to another location near you, unless you're living somewhere afar listening to this podcast. Yeah. In that case, if you want to pay for it, we will come and taste Plane your tickets. chips. Yes, please. Thank <laughs> you. Where, if you could go right now sure. and eat hot chips anywhere in the world, where would it be? Think about an interesting place, not just where you want to go on holiday. I, mm. Or if they look, if they do line up, so bad. But I would like to do, I think, uh, some like like a, the Scottish Isles, like there's little mm. islands that seem to be off the coast of Scotland where they have a lot of distilleries. I don't drink spirits, but it just seems like whenever I see pictures of it, it looks like a really nice place. Sure. Like, have you seen, have you both watched much? I know, again, Jules, mm-hmm. probably not. About uh, Parks and Rec? Yes. Yes. So, you know. I watched a couple of episodes. Okay. Thank well, you. let's see if this hits. Oh, no. But there's an episode where Ron Swanson, uh, Nick Offerman's character, he ends up in Scotland at the Lagavulin Whiskey Distillery. You haven't seen that. <laughs> it's one of the episodes where they had budget to go overseas. Yeah. And I just thought that looks like a really serene place. And. I'm not a whiskey guy, but I could certainly eat a hot chip on a beautiful landscape. <laughs> what a combo. <laughs> you literally just said, don't just say somewhere that you want to go. And then you're like, oh, I don't care oh, to go there. Go. Than, the rule I, only applies to us, Matt. I, no, no, no. I don't want to go there otherwise. I just think there's the just, I think it just might be a nice place to, to, to eat sit. some chips. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, that's nice. That's um, lovely. I think it's just it's sweeping grass plains. Um, it's away from a lot of people. I think you could really just sit there and enjoy the chip. Definitely not to go and experience the Greek islands, but I would Scottish like, islands, Jules. I would like to go and experience the Mediterranean chips. You know the ones with feta and the beautiful. Oh, that's oh. kind of cool. Yeah, you know the ones you get with a nice souvlaki. Yes, I'm hungry. A different cultural chip, and actually, really hope we get some of those suggestions along the road chip trip way. Because I wink, wink, nudge, nudge. We've got some. Not saying that you'd be favourited, but God, it really helps your chances. With uh, the old behind the scenes, you know, if you happen to be, if you happen to do a, I don't know, like a, a Middle Eastern chip, I don't know what that tastes like, but <laughs> if it's such a thing. Mm. Mm, that's so true. Tasty. Yeah. I would, uh, I would go like to the homeland of fast food, head to America. I feel like there's got to be a place in America that does. Borderline like, scientific approach to how good they can execute. Yeah. I feel like if you're going to go, let's see what, you know, professionals can do with a chip. From yeah. the sheer quantity of people over there. Well, I'm sure. It would help. That also begs the question is, because you're. I think you're talking about a different chip. Okay. I, think, I, know, I know we're talking about cultural chips here. Yeah, but hot mm-hmm. chips are such a personal experience, though. That, that is true. But it, when you think about the American chip, they don't have fish and chips as we know it. Um, don't they? Not really. They have, like, they have fries and flight. stuff. Mm. But they don't really, like, fish and chips, it's very, it's a very, like... British? V- yeah, Aussie-British sort of thing. Mm. New Zealand as well, I guess. But um, mm. when I think of American chips, I don't, like, they don't have fish and chipperies. Because where's the seat? 
No, There's but like, is that the vibe? <laughs> Why don't they have fish and chippies? The country has coasts, I guess. But <laughs> yeah, I just don't think it's like a, as a much of a cultural thing like we've got here. Like it's the, the why British. Not? It's interesting. It's well, true. Dad, why not? I suppose it's just how every culture has its own food. <laughs> you know, they got the burger, we got the fish and chips. They just don't know what they're missing out on, I suppose. Yeah, well, see, I, I think agree. I think I can't understand where you're coming from because yeah, uh, in the states, French fries is what mm. they often refer to, which mm. uh, implies a thinner a thinner chip. But uh, I was thinking about that last night. While I do prefer the thickness, it is still a chip and it is still hot. It's, it's still a, a hot chip. That's mm. beautiful, Matt. Mm. We don't discriminate here on the show. Uh, someone we will continue to discriminate <laughs> against. <laughs> uh, someone who's going to be blacklisted from the show. Uh-oh. Uh, is Bad. Queen Amina. Not, no, not longer the queen. No, no longer, longer the queen. Dethroned. Um, usurped. Is usurped, yeah. Well, is it usurping if you just decide to not rock up for queen duties one day? <laughs> well, she wanted a day off. She she hadn't even put the crown on yet. Yesterday on the show, or maybe the day before, I don't know when we crowned her, but we uh, put a, put out the call and got Queen Amina, mm. someone from the Albury-Wodonga region, who said, yeah, I'll come along with you every chip stop, and I'll come and taste test all those chips, and I'll give you my final verdict, and I'll declare a chip champion. Can mm. we just stress it wasn't all the locations of Victoria we asked of? Because <laughs> no. I understand if you wouldn't want to rock up for that, yes. but she was like, I've tasted so many of the border region. I know a chip when I, a good chip when I see it and when I taste well, it. We needed you for like an hour and a half, Queen Amina. Yeah. You couldn't give us that. We gave you plenty of warning. Yep. Point being, Queen Amina was absolutely an absolute dog to us, wasn't she? Mm. Didn't rock up. She goes to yeah. us. It was unfortunate, but uh, it was uh, almost poetic in the way that it turned out, in which we found a pure and natural and true chip queen along the way. I haven't seen Game of Thrones, but I think this this is the exact plot of Game of Thrones. There's a non-rightful ruler, Uh and by the end of the series, we got got the true queen. Changing the lineage or veering off? I don't know. Either way. Matt, you've watched Game of Thrones. This is, this is pretty much what happens. Oh, yeah. Daenerys, I think, yeah, is our, our current and reigning ship queen. She's going to burn the world around Someone her. Someone else is beheaded. Yeah. Well, <laughs> who's, the, who's the one that does a lot of incest? Oh, I didn't Well, that, pretty much all of them. Uh, the oh. Lannisters, uh, that yes, was the brother the and sisters getting it on. And yeah, brother I believe sister. so. Yeah. Um, I watched say. a couple of episodes. And one of them, the Cersei. Mm-hmm. Cersei, she's, is she queen at any point? Yeah. yeah so yeah. she's the one. Yeah. So... Queen Amina is like Cersei. Yeah. Removing the incest. Uh-huh. <laughs> yes, Nick. Legally. Removing it. Removing it. <laughs> and uh, um, I can see that, yeah. And we are, we're sitting out here. We're from the north. Mm. Jules, I don't know how much of the show you know of, so this might be... Does this I mean anything to you? two seasons, but I can't remember Oh, so you've seen some of it. Oh, that's yeah. great. So, I, so what I'm saying is not gibberish. <laughs> but we, So we're the north, and we're sitting there being like, uh, I think we're the kings. Oh, because we're the Beatles up north. Yep. Oh, I do. I think I'm Jon Snow. <laughs> oh, no, I, think no. that's a, I don't think it's a bad Jon Snow. I think it might be. But anyway, I'm moving John on. Jon Snow. <laughs> I know nothing. I'm Jon Snow and I know nothing. That's sort of his catchphrase, isn't it? It's honestly, yeah. He does have that's a shirt right. with that on. I'm Jon Snow and my daddy doesn't want me. No, his dad did want him. It was I, a magical story. Oh, hang on. It's, uh, <laughs> I'm Jon Snow and my daddy did want me, but my mum didn't want me because my mum's not my real mum. Yeah, there you go. Perfect. Bang on. <laughs> queen Amina, she's no longer the queen. No. She's the evil witch. Wow. Um, but you're right, we got the rightful ruler to the Orbi-Rodonga throne. Yep. Mm. Queen Alex. Queen Alex was was perfect, was the fitting image of the person to wear the crown. She had so many opinions about all the different chips. Yeah, she bought her kid Lucas, a 10-year-old, who was mm-hmm. also fairly opinionated. Oh, I loved it. 
a lot of opinionated people last night. So which many is kind of what comments. we wanted uh, because we yeah, were I mean, we, literally judging sitters, did we? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you know what, Matt Preston at MasterChef to go. Mm, I've had better. I've had worse though. Fives, mm. fives all along. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, it was a good, it was a good night and, uh, it was, you know, I think a, f- a fun one. Yeah. In this pod, you will hear our recap of all the different chip places that we visited, the three on the night last night. Is there any bits that you would like to add now that didn't make mm. it to that, that, that you think are pertinent you, yourself as well, producer Matt, <sighs> things that didn't get mentioned in the, in the little snippet we did on air the show this morning. The part where I almost died eating the chili one. <laughs> Well, let's well, talk about that. Is that uh, well, yes, it is both dramatic <laughs> and also crazy. Matt, I, were they hot? I felt I was. I had like to come pepper. over to where your chips were sure. to taste them because I was sure they couldn't be the same chips I was eating yeah, for chili it wasn't seasoning. Just me, it was promo Maddie. She was also. I don't know struggling. if that's a good company to be in. <laughs> they well, were... Let me just say, our palates are weak. Oh my gosh! I'm surprised you could get through the aioli after well, that. I don't even know aioli if it's a little... delightful. Aioli oh. was soothing for me. Sure it is. A little spicy. A mm. spicy aioli for yeah, you. Spark- you know, sparkling waters is too much. <laughs> um, I don't think it's a weak palate. If anything, I'm jealous of your palate. I think it must mean that you 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 could probably taste every flavor to the extreme. Sure. And as someone with a dulled sense of taste because of my lack of smell, yeah, I would. I think you. I think you've probably got. I think you'd rather be too sensitive than not sensitive enough. Okay. So I think you've. I think whilst it's ultimately ridiculous to me that that was hot to you, and I cry when I cut onions and everything else. Well, that's a them. human risk. That's a like a. Yeah, onions are well, spicy to me. <laughs> I cry when I cut that. onions, but it's because I'm constantly cutting my hands when I do it. <laughs> yeah, because I terrible. To, I can't look at the onions in the eye <laughs> nah, while I. You close your eyes the entire time. Just I so see you them don't as cry. living, breathing beings, mm. and I feel like I'm murdering them. I'm still looking for goggles so I can cut them. We we do, will, do you like the scuba I'm happily diving. find you a pair of really big goggles. Thanks. Goggles yeah, are fairly, fairly accessible as far as things go in life. <laughs> There's whole I tried a few pairs. They haven't worked for me. You tried multiple pairs? Of goggles to cut onions. Did you wait? Did you go out with the sole intention of buying them to buy it for onions? Mm. And you decided that they weren't good enough, so you didn't they buy didn't them? They didn't work. No, I got like cheaper pairs from Bunnings. Oh, like yeah, no, because they often have the ventilation on the outside, which That's doesn't oh, help. So yeah. you didn't get goggles, you got protective eyewear, effectively. Yes, which a lot to be better. You need, you need the Olympian-approved one. <laughs> yeah. You need the Ian Thorpe endorsed. Let's do it on the show, <laughs> and then be, I can yeah. claim it on tax. A full Great. red line around your face after you've Huge. worn them. That's when you know it's working. Mm. Very briefly, when I was living in Queensland, I it was too hot during the day to run, so I, would, I took up swimming quite heavily. And uh, my skin fairly sensitive, so after having the my goggles on for so long, I developed weird specific rashes around oh, my face in no. the outline of goggles. And people just, people thought it was like that's a really weird sunburn you've got. I was like, yes, <laughs> sure, that's what it is. And it's easier to explain than a weird reaction to, I guess, latex. I don't know what is that. What's a goggle made out of? Oh, the sucky stuff. Yeah, yes, that, that, is, that is the scientific <laughs> the term. Silicone? Yeah, I think yeah. Dr. Carl will confirm that for us. <laughs> Um, so on today's podcast, it's a shorter one, of course. Mm. Uh, we have to Jules and my uh, opinions on the uh, moments after tasting them. Yes, it is the pod heavy on the chip. A heavy chip pod, mm. uh, which honestly not bad, not a bad thing. No, delicious. Yeah, you like a heavy chip dinner. Um, Producer Matt, how did you go last night? Uh, we only glazed over it, but mm. in terms of hunger post the post the meals, 
I uh, I was peckish afterwards. Yeah. I walked to the cupboard and I was like, oh, big boy, just have a drink of water. But uh, mm. I could have eaten. If there was food that I had available to grab mm. and eat, I would have done. It was a late... maybe a burger at the end, the last yeah. stop. Just like something extra. Yeah. Maybe and that maybe that's something that we have to consider for next time is that yes. we post the because that's the thing is when you're a sommelier for wine or mm. any food, I suppose the master chef the people, they're not eating till they're full. They're not eating out of necessity. They're eating out of to get the taste of it. To review. Yeah. Pairings. <laughs> <laughs> do we? Do next week we bring a wine that pairs well with a, a Jan's Cafe chip? Well, we were discussing the drinks that we're having uh, during the period, and um, oh yeah, what, I think what, what, Maddie what, was quite um, intent on having her drink only the last stop. I, you know, what that screams to me. It's not a I enjoy it this way. Like I need, like I need to have my palate clean. It's yes. a I, when I, growing up, if you were out at dinner, mum and dad would be like, you can have one drink. <laughs> you know, you're allowed to have one drink and you Choose would, wisely. and you would order it at the start. Cause that's when the rater goes, when do you want your drinks? Yeah. And as a child, I'd go, it's going to sit in front of me. I just got to wait for my meal. Cause I want to end on my drink. I want to end on a refreshing mouthful. Oh, see, I, I would just drink it all immediately. Then be full. And that's and the trap, win. Matt. Yes. That's the trap. Yes. I'm not going to change my ways now. And I think honestly, <laughs> as an adult, and I don't know what you both are like now, but I think one of the best things about having money and a wage is that, you know, you can get a second drink. Sure. I think <laughs> that should yourself. be compulsory at the next stop. I think we need palate cleansers. Oh, like, oh, a, like a, just like a little sorbet or something between. Absolutely. Sorbet yes. is a pl- yeah, palate yeah, cleanser? Yeah. That's a scientific thing. What? <laughs> Thank you for acknowledging my science. They is it? What? They do it at like, uh, what are those? Degustations. At like whatever. Sorbet. Five, a specific style. Yeah, like a lemony sorbet. sorbet. So they oh. literally give a thing to you. I was like, oh, a delicious little gelato thing. And I was bit, like, bit no, early no, no. in the night for a gelato. <laughs> <laughs> a weird taste. I'm like, no, that's actually a palate cleanser. Oh. Like, also, it's perfume, not actual sorbet. It's designed. You coffee beans. That's a palate cleanser. Oh. Oh, yeah. You would know no sniffies, yeah. but yeah. yeah. My palate's just always clean. <laughs> Shiny. Yes. Um, I've heard that people will do eat bread, drink water, and then eat bread again. But it has to be like a like a thick coarse bread, like a pan mm. casa or oh, a sourdough. Yeah. Something that's um, going to crunch a touch, but in not all of sourdough. Well, no, I think it's I think it's more I think it's a bit of a texture thing because it's kind of like you know how the inside of a, a like a loaf is almost spongy. Mm. I think in the in the chewing yes. process, it's like your chewing is like sponging the old flavor off your up. tongue. Mm. Mm. I don't know if that's the science behind it, but I like it. Let's all bring bread um, in between. More cubs. There was something else we were going to talk about on the podcast today. For the life of me, I cannot remember. I feel like um, there was something that I was interested in. We've blacklisted weekend. Amina, haven't we? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> We've got more crowns uh, to come for the remaining um, locations of our road trip. Well, yeah, workshopping briefly. I think, um, do we talk a bit? No, we shouldn't talk about that. Um, oh, my. Off podcast chat. Off podcast chat, just from mm. a behind the scenes thing. Um is there anything we want to change for how it, how it's executed next week outside of, I guess, palate cleansers? <laughs> Write that down. Uh, and nothing springs to mind yet, but I think we will have uh, after this with the, the, the boss. Big boss and we sh- the really, we should have had Big Boss in today on the mm. podcast. Hindsight, you know. Mm, 2020. It was good of him. I thought a Big Boss Mama, Mel, Mama Bear Mel to come down mm. very briefly. He had on a, um, a T-shirt that I was like, uh, really, I think summarized his personality or that type of almost to give you a bit of an idea as to if you're listening right now, uh, what kind of man he is. Hmm. Did you note his shirt? I noticed his shorts tan. Yeah. That's, <laughs> <laughs> which I that's very a, much yeah. enjoyed. Which, you know, good on him. He's getting outside. Yeah. Getting his vitamin him. D. Um, his t-shirt was, and Matt, you'll, you might've seen it this morning, but you'll see it later. It's, um, it was a Brooklyn nine, nine t-shirt. Uh. And it was a uh, three by three grid of 
Captain Raymond Holt's face. Mm-hmm. Oh, yes. Um, and it's just like the same exact same face. And obviously the character is known for not having many facial expressions. Yep. Yep. And it's like, this isn't being sad. This isn't being happy. Nice. Confused. Yep. And it's the fun. same photo. And it's like, ah, oh, yep. That's fun. <laughs> if you look at it once, you see it in the shop. But to buy it. Yeah, that's well, another story. Yeah, I guess it's one of those things where you look at the picture and you go, oh, yeah, I understand that's in the formula of a joke. Mm. <laughs> but then who's who's buying that? Well, that's that's Mama Bear Mel. Mm. He's keeping the, the Brooklyn Nine-Nine merch team in business. Yeah. Or do you think novelty shirts are more of a gift than a, a purchase for yourself? More Matt, you occasionally wear a novelty shirt. Yeah, and... Uh, the kangaroo all... and koala one. Mm. Did you buy it yourself? Have yes. I seen that one? Yeah, he wears, it, <laughs> he wears okay. it weekly. I only have shirt. like four items of clothing to okay. wear. All right. Um... Okay. Yeah. Interesting stuff. We'll uh, find out uh, how many of the uh, Boomer meme shirts he's got at home and suss that out. Uh, oh, actually, one last thing also on Boomer shirts. <laughs> so today uh, at the uh, outside broadcast we did, we took the show on the road. I don't know if we mentioned that, but we were outside in Wodonga <laughs> Junction Square. Not super important. But uh, a bloke that rocked up, uh, Matt, you weren't there because you were paneling it, like a real team player staying mm-hmm. in the warm studio. <laughs> nice one. Um but Jules, you might have called him. The guy, the tradie that called the show yesterday to talk yes. about hiding stuff in the walls. Anonymous tradie no longer. He was. He came and said g'day. That's he was down nice. There. Yeah, nice guy. Pretty nice guy. Very happy. Dude was happy to chat. As we knew from recording it. Yeah, He can tell a story. He, he, t- he spoke for like 10 minutes. We had to cut it down to a minute. <laughs> I don't want to, like, he had some good stuff to say. But he had um, on his t-shirt, uh, he had one of those things where it was like a... Um, a guy in kind of like a cloak sitting on a throne, sort of bent over, shadow cast over his face. And it was like the caption, it was uh, like, you know, you don't know, you don't know what I've been through. You don't know. I could be, the, you know, at a given moment I could snap and it's my strength. And it's just like these real, like, like real edge lord oh, wow. stuff. I was like, mm-hmm. huh. <laughs> you know, okay. I didn't pick that up. I didn't get that vibe from him over Dark the phone. No, up. nor did I. But I was like, well, I don't even know if it's dark. I think it's just like, this is cool. This is cool. Yeah. This is cool sick. t-shirts. Okay, everyone, next week, we're fun, interesting, different t-shirts for Nick to comment on. Do you have a... <laughs> I, was, I thought you meant like as a phone topic. No, just everyone no, wear it. Just... Everyone in the studio wear, uh, wear a shirt that Nick can comment on. Do you have a novelty t-shirt? Women tend to not. Nah, I don't think I do. Normal women tend to not. My partner so wears a, good... a lot of funky ones. That's his well, is fu- thing. Funky his or different? Funky for uh, lots of fruit. He goes through like the pattern ones. He enjoys a Hawaiian shirt. Hawaiian shirts, mm-hmm. yeah, different vibes with them. Um, he's got like a Bundy Rum T-shirt too. It's just like a full collared short sleeve one. So like it's a Hawaiian shirt, but Bundy Rum was thing. a gift. But he would buy for himself all those other ones. Interesting. Yes. Interesting. 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 Well, right, we'll keep those to. F- Fun Fridays. Fun Fridays. <laughs> <laughs> there must be context. We'll get those to our- Fun Fridays or performing shirts. That's like, oh, Perform- it's a talking point. Performing shorts? P- shirts? Performing shirts, like when he does gigs and live ah, music and stuff like okay. that. Yeah. I reckon you should go- Did you, did you think he was just down <laughs> pulling a quick dance move in the shops or something? Well, I thought, I thought it meant to be like the shirt in of itself was performative. <laughs> so it lends itself to the, the theatre and the creative mind. Right. Um, the bananas on this shirt. I would really argue that if you're, things. as Peter's performing, I think he should wear just all black and let his music shine. <laughs> but I guess if I don't, don't stand out I don't, and I don't mean if Peter's listening to this I don't mean to be rude I don't know the quality of musician you are maybe you should be looking to distract <laughs> wow just to say Peter might be good I've never heard him play that's fair I'm just I'm covering all bases <laughs> enjoy the podcast everybody at Junction Square in Wodonga the very first stop on our road trip aka our road trip as we head around the state of Victoria to try and taste test 
all the hot chips that Victoria has to offer. Last night, mm. Jules, was our very first night in the region, and we went to three places, and it was a good night, I think. Yeah. All Ruidonga region, the border, uh, it's a hard job having to taste test a whole bunch of hot chips Jeez. and determine the best of the best, but someone has to do it. That is the thing. That is our cross to bear. Look, we went to three places last night, Jules. We went to Jan's Cafe. Mm-hmm. Went to Gable's Takeaway. Yep. And then we closed things out at the Goods Shed. There was a lot of uh, a lot of interest, a lot of people with differing feedback, so it was hard to tell who was actually going to be taking out the win. It was uh, hotly contested, much like the chips. Um, it was uh, We developed a little convoy, which was nice. A bunch yeah. of people decided to come around with us. And as we make our way around the state, there'll be plenty of opportunities for you to join us. Yes. But look... Uh, we would like to now play for you, I guess, our thoughts on each of those chips as we were in the moment of sampling them. Let's take you right now to stop number one. Here at Jan's Cafe, their standard chip, which is served with chicken salt. Jules, take it away. It's a little bit crispy and soft and fluffy inside. Perfect amount of chicken salt. That is exquisite. It's a high-quality start from Jan's Cafe. That is good. I, I, would, I could go crispier, if I'm being honest. The inside's good. Good amount of chicken salt. Well seasoned. Still sitting well with you, Jules? Absolutely. That was delicious and a great start to the night. And we met the Jan from Jan's Cafe. She was passionate. It was a home business. It was family run. I love the vibe. Uh, started out quite well, I think, with Jan's. Then moving on to Gables. I think it's fair to say it was followed up by Strong Second. Stop number two on the first night. We're at Gables Cafe and Takeaway in Wodonga. Jules, we've just had our first taste test of some homemade chips. It's interesting. I think it's a little soggy in appearance and the taste is a lot softer than what we sort of expect from a crispier chip. But I think that might be the handoff between for the homemade factor. I think you need a more delicate palate to fully embrace these chips. Uh, Gable's high quality but might be for more of a connoisseur than the everyman. That's just my opinion. That's just having been to two places so far. We'll know more next. I think they're an outside-the-box favourite. They're my preferred chip, I think. There was a special blend to that seasoning, something that we hadn't had before. Everything made by hand as well, including their chicken salt and their mix there. That was impressive. We spoke to the owners. Bloody good operation they're running there. Gables uh, be a hotly contested chip. And then, obviously, we had number three at the Good Shed. And finally, we found out how they Stop number three here on the road ship. Night one. We are at the Good Shed. It is the final place for tonight. So let's try some chilli spiced ones here, Jules. They're actually quite nice with the chilli. A little bit of a pep into the chip. More closer to a shoestring fry. I think incredibly, incredibly high quality on the seasoning. But the issue being the spread of the seasoning, it's kind of like they put the bucket of chips down. They dumped a bit on top. Your top few chips, heavily seasoned, well seasoned. Everything else, you've got you've got a naked chip underneath that first layer. You know, we had people fill out little forms to say who they think they should win. Thank you to everyone that joined us on the convoy of taste testing the hot chips. Um, there's been some great ones there. You know, some people were saying that Gables could have been cooked a bit more. I said, you know what, I think that's I think that's part of the charm. There was the thick preference. There was the thinner chip preference. There was so many different things. When it comes down to the hot chips, it's such a personal experience. I should say as well, Jules, and I'm not going to say whose comment was about. Okay, sure. But some of the some of the judges, some of the critics were harsh. <laughs> some of them were harsh. Here's a comment from one of the places. Sure. Someone uh, said that in the additional comments, this place is the definition of mediocre. Oh. Now, I'm not saying who that was about. So sure. I think that is harsh because all of these were quite good chips. I thought. On That's the flip side, that another person from that same place wrote the best chip they'd ever tasted. It's a polarizing chip, isn't it? Um, but our opinions don't matter. Right now, we are joined by some royalty. We had to recrown a new queen, a new chip queen last night. 
uh, because of some logistical errors, we had to find a new one. Uh, right now, we are joined by Queen uh, Chip Queen Alex. Thank you for joining us, Alex. You're welcome. You had a big, uh, a big opportunity, the big shoulders to fill, because you had to determine which was the best chip in all of the border. How were the moments leading up to that in the 24 hours or so? Um, they were pretty exciting, to be yep. honest. It was something different to do all on the border, so I was able to take my 10-year-old with me. Right. And we, him and I are very big chip enthusiasts. Yes. You felt the pressure for the decision? Oh, oh definitely. Yeah. The pressure. We oh. were up until 11 last night discussing. Oh, yeah. so we, um, take the day off, of course. You have to really, really collect you, your thoughts a little bit. That's right. Um, yeah. Our opinions don't matter. At the end of the day, we can you, and it's your opinion as the, the royalty that mm -hmm. matters the most. Um, <clears throat> Queen Alex, who... <laughs> was the winner who is the chip champion for the very first leg of road chip the uh, gable's takeaway gable's takeaway taking home the jesus I, <laughs> the papers are flying congratulations that is an outside that is that she's thrown me off there don't know, I didn't know. I wasn't expecting Gables to take it because I know there was a lot of people saying that Jans was the uh, the hotly contested favourite. Goodshed sort of following just behind it. The championship. Gables. Wowee. Well, our queen, Alex, has said it there herself. So we cannot argue with that. What did it for you? What, what gave Gables the edge in the end? The homemade. The fact that they put all of their effort in. It's homemade chicken salt. It's homemade chips. For me, that's just... Gables. Wowee. Congratulations to all the finalists. Congratulations to all the nominations. Everyone podiums. That's the best thing about having a top three. Everyone Absolutely. takes home a medal. <laughs> that is the first leg of road chip all wrapped up. The good news is uh, that there are more chips to come when tomorrow, uh, well, next week rather, Jules, we jump on the road on a shorter week and we'll head out to the Goulburn Valley for leg two of road chip to find the best chips in the state of Victoria. Nick and Jules. That was the Nick and Jules podcast.